Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mentally Chill. Diagnoses, neuroses, and everything between. Today, myself, Irene, and Grant will be discussing sexual orientation and gender identity as it pertains to mental health. So without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Grant. Hey guys, it's Grant here. Um, here to talk about sexual orientation and gender identity with Irene today. I identify as cisgender. Am I saying that right? Yes. Irene? So uh, I feel like I was born in the body that I represent. That you feel you are, yeah. That I feel like I am, yes. Yeah. So for you, what would you consider your sexual identity to be so i would orientation i guess i should say yeah um i would consider myself a lesbian um although i would say it's about 95 percent lesbian and five percent straight um really small percentage there but just enough to like have emotional connections um with some men in my history so not all the way I'm not like 100% gay <laughs> right no I like that yeah. I mean the, the way that you said that like you have an emotional connection with men no I mean I think I think that's good yeah right I mean I mean it's a, everything is a spectrum right I think that's what the big lesson is with gender and with sexual sexual orientation sexual orientation um is that things exist on a spectrum and so um similarly i believe that um gender identity i think i'm like 90 percent female and about 10 percent male i like i go my pronouns are she and her but I wouldn't mind if someone called me he. Like, it wouldn't affect me. Like, I'd be proud. I'd be, like, happy if someone called me he. Right. So let me ask you this. Like, for me, I'm, I'm curious. Like, when you say 10% male, what do you mean by that? So it's how you identify your gender in your brain. Okay. So, um... Sometimes, like, like the outside of my body is 100% female. Okay. But in my brain, I have this part that can identify as male living in this body. Right. And I'm not in conflict because I've come to resolution with that. Okay. All right, I hear that. I don't that. know if that makes sense. It's, no, no, no. I see, I see what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I've never thought about it like that, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how, um, that's how I would describe it. And maybe there are people out there who, um, who would describe it differently and more, like, articulate it more. But that's just how I found um, my own experience to lead me. So, 
I guess my next question is, when did you know your sexual orientation or when did you have an idea about it, gender identity, and how did that affect your mental health? Or did you know first and then later did it affect your mental health or did it happen at the same time? So I'll answer the first question first um, because I think they're all good questions. Um, So... I came out when I was 15 as a lesbian, but prior to that, I think maybe around 13, 14, I identified as bisexual, um, not really ever having seen a lesbian in my life. Um, I just didn't grow up around people that I knew to be out lesbians and so I didn't really have a way to identify them but one time I went to my therapist um, and he asked me to define my sexual orientation and I said well I'm bisexual but I don't really like boys and he's like so you're gay? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as for mental health, I feel like really I had a lot of mental health issues and like kind of red flags before I came out. And they subsided quite a bit as I came out because when you're in the closet, you are so much angrier, you're so much more fiery, you're so much more scared, um, at least I was, and I really found that, um, that, that came out with my mental illness to create this, like, super monster, um, so, yeah, you know, this topic obviously is interesting to me, what do you feel like I guess everyone is different do you feel like it's harder to come out now than it was before or vice versa like now do you think it's easier for more people to accept who they are and I'm not trying to like impose this on anyone but is it is it more accepting to transition into your sexual orientation your gender identity into how you feel it should be than it was before, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Wow, calling me out of my age. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, I I think that is a hard-to-answer question. No, yeah, I agree. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, So I would love to think that it is easier, but I think it's probably about the same. Um, we have people, you know, we have amazing advocates, uh, in, you know, TV, like RuPaul, and we have Laverne Cox, and we have all of these amazing actors and actresses and producers and, um, people producing content that are you know, shining a light on this marginalized community. Um, But does that mean that someone who grows up in the backwoods of North Carolina is going to have an easier time 
I, I don't think so, you know? Right. And um, I, I hope it is easier for them to come out. Um, I always want people to come out in a safe and healthy place for them. And you also have to do a lot of acceptance in yourself to come out. And that is the biggest thing. Because if you can't accept yourself and you come out, you're in a really vulnerable state. Um, so I hope, it, I hope it's easier, but I can't say for certain that it is. I've, I know for a lot of the trans folks I know, they are still getting massively misgendered. And um, if that's the worst of it that I'm seeing, that's great, I guess. But, you know, that's a group that's known to have violence against it. And um, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So I I can't tell you, um, but I hope. I have no, a lot of hope for that. I mean, I think that's all we all can do is hope. I, I think for me, I've, I'm always... I'm always very asking the question, why? Like, why is there such a big stigma against the LGBTQI community? I mean, for me, it's like, I don't want to say, like, what's the big deal? Because we all matter. But, like, what does it matter what this person Yeah, what does it matter at? that someone else is right. doing something? What does it matter what they are doing? They're doing what they want to do. I think that's really the crux of it. And I think if people could figure that out, then all of these problems would melt away. But because that's just not how people think, unfortunately, um, not right now. And if we can teach those people that, you know, gay marriage doesn't impact the quality or uh, realism of their marriage... Or that trans people are who they say they are and aren't going to the bathroom to molest people or the, like all those things. If people could just mind their own damn business, I think we have uh, no problem there. I agree. Like, what's at the end of the day, what, what's the big deal? If someone is gay, if someone is transgender, what? how is that affecting you as a person? Yeah, it's not. They, it's not. People, people just want it to be about them. They want to make everything about them. That's so annoying. Yep, I agree. God. <laughs> yeah, you start I, thinking about it, you're like, this yeah, is God, stupid. What's the big deal, man? Yeah, and, and luckily we um, are privileged enough to have... Um, gay marriage be legalized in the United States and um, you know we still have people fighting for rights um, in other places and it's important to recognize our privilege and also our fight to be done still um, Melanie and I were watching Canada's Drag Race last night and found out about the Rainbow Railroad and this is a um, this is a community uh, project that helps people in other countries uh, where being gay is illegal or um, severely frowned upon, and people are harassed. 
and brings them to a friendly nation, um, in this case, Canada. Um, so it was really amazing to see that um, there are foundations out there that are helping people in dangerous, situ life-threatening situations um, come to uh, Canada and hopefully the states. I'm sure the states are doing that too. Um, so, I mean, sorry, yeah. I just, I'm really interested in this now. So, the, is there something you can go to online to help this cause? Like, is it... As, so, I just learned about it, so I don't want to be the absolute last spokesperson about it. But it's called the Rainbow Railroad. Like, the Underground Railroad. Right. For slavery. But it's called the Rainbow Railroad. And this is a foundation that is helping people um, and literally saving lives. Um, I think they said it averages about $10,000 to save one life. Wow. Um, because they'll help that person um, move and start new and all of that. So it's, uh, I had never heard of the foundation before, but it was really moving when I heard that. No, I like that. I mean, that's something that, that's a good cause, and I think would be, a lot of people would be interested. I mean, I'm interested in it. I want to know more about it. But, um, it, I don't know if I'm getting off topic. I It's hard for me to see why more people can't accept the LGBTQI community. Mm -hmm. What, oh, What's the biggest problem that, I guess, you feel like you face as an individual in this community? As an individual, um, I have to be honest. I am really lucky. Um, I am a white um, female for all intents and purposes. And I am married to someone I love um, who happens to be uh, the same sex as me. So I'm very lucky, very privileged for that. Um, forgot your question though. Um, I guess like, what's the biggest problem? Do you still face any major problems? Uh, yes. I think that, um, there is always, so one thing is, People like talking about coming out, right? Right. That's a big feature in the gay and queer storyline is coming out. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, you're not coming out once and then you're done telling people for the rest of your life. Right. Every single person that you meet that you want to know you personally, you have to come out to. And okay. when you go to a job, you have to decide if you want to tell pe your coworkers that you're gay or that you're trans or this. Like, everything you do, you have to come out for if you want. God, I can know. only imagine that's very difficult. It's, it's very scary in corporate America. I found some people might, fi might find it very easy. Um... But that's hard for me um, personally. I think that's the hardest thing. But for 
others. I think there is, um, there's a lot of inequality, um, within the community and within, like, between gays and, and transgenders, mm -hmm. between, um, gays and lesbians, between white gays and brown gays, like, there is a big disparity here, and I think that that is the biggest challenge we have as a community, um, is just kind of making everyone equal, like, we're all in the same boat, and if we keep fighting, we're gonna sing, you know? Right, and I, I mean, I think that's a, I mean, even as a, as a straight white male, everyone's always fighting, whether yeah. it be about their gender identity, their sexual orientation, about anything, it's always fighting, like, what does that do to your mental health? Yeah. How does it... I mean, it takes a toll. And I know everyone it takes a toll on. But... Uh, you can only hope that I guess it has an end. Or you only hope that it gets better. You hope that you can make a little change in it for the better. Yeah. I think bringing um, around the idea of mental health in this community... I think that we that we go through stages naturally um, as we are out. And they're similar to the stages of grief um, because we're mourning a life that we had right. to this new life that we have. And I see it in a lot of people. I've seen it in myself. I, you know, that the anger you feel you're just mad at the world why can't things be easier why can't you know why can't people just be cool with other people why can't people just mind their own business like, like it's right like it's not that hard exactly and you know we're not the only ones that yeah. think about that but, but then you're sad too and you and all of these things and so you're going through these stages of grief as if you've lost something but really, you've gained this beautiful world where you can be yourself. And I think the most amazing thing to see is some someone on, on either spectrum um, of gender or sexual orientation to, to find themselves and to be living that life and to be unrestrained. I think it's this beautiful thing um, that if achieved it is just a sight to behold yeah i mean if i can make one person if i can help one person flourish in their life then i feel like i've done a good job mm -hmm. but at the same time i want to help hundreds and thousands of people flourish and change that's why we have to get this podcast life, right out I know. to like, all I the wanna, people why can't we just all have a little bit of faith and hope and just, you know, yeah. everything will get better. You know, life is scary and life in the closet is um, terrifying. And especially for people who don't feel safe. Yes. You know, this is a group who 
can have a lot of issues with safety, unfortunately, and we need to protect those people even closer and say, okay, we're going to help get them out of those situations and we're going to take care of them because they're our family and we're, we're all a family. And even our allies, our allies are our family. Yes. Um, because without our allies, we would have never, you know, had the rights to begin with. I truly believe that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human. You know, we're all a human being. Show some humility and just respect one another, you know? Just, yeah. we all have different ideas. We all have a different brain. We're all unique. Yeah. But I just, you know, I, I want you to know that I think as an ally, you have done a great job. You've always been a supporter of me and Mel. And because it was it was natural to you, right? Right, hundred percent. Like I never thought otherwise. Yeah, and you know, you're teaching people in your life that that's how it can be too, and you don't realize the impact that you have on this community as well. So I want to thank all of our allies. I want to thank you for really impacting this community in a positive way yeah I mean I I don't mean to sound like brash here but why can't more people be like me I mean and so accepting I'm of it preach like, I'm <laughs> like it doesn't bother me in the bit I accept it I mean it's we are all who we are at the end of the day what does it matter if this person wants to do that or this or this or that what does it matter to you I mean yeah why can't we just all live and quote unquote coexist like the bumper stickers say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why can't we be bumper stickers? Yeah. Let's <laughs> all be bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard if you if you get caught up in where your head's at right now, mm-hmm. it can be very demoralizing for humanity. Yeah. But Think about all the good things that have come, because that's what us LGBTQI folks, QIA folks, have had to do. We've had to make the best out of shitty situations, and we, you know, it'd be cool if we didn't have to do that, but if one of us comes, you know we're going to throw some glitter on it and make it fabulous. And you know that about me. I will throw glitter on everything. You will. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, I, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's... You do what you can to make the world a little bit better. And, you know, you take one day at a time and you hope it does get better. One day at a time. One day at a time. I mean, as long as you're doing what you think... I don't want to say what you think is right. I mean, not, we're all not right, but I feel like every day I'm making a little bit, or at least I feel like I'm trying to make a little bit of a difference in the world, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah. I think that's a great philosophy, but I would lower that expectation to, like, just for the general person. Right. To just not hurting people. Like, 
what if we all just focused on not hurting each other? Yeah. Like, no, what I a like world that. that would be. Man, could you imagine? We'd all have cotton candy. There would be different elections. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to get into that again. We had this talk about politics, and girl, we got into it. Man, we'd all be like bacon pies and casseroles for each other and just oh my gosh what a beautiful world yeah like the picture picturesque 1950s without everything else in the 1950s yeah i'm watching lovecraft country so i'm very in the 50s right now <laughs> and it's just it's a crazy time <laughs> it is a, i mean even now it's has the world changed all that much? I I wonder the same thing. And I think I think that it's evolved to be more secretive. Um, you know, these like anti LGBTQIA campaigns, they've evolved to be more cunning and secretive, but I don't think they've changed. Like, why really? Why do they feel the need to do that? Why do they... Don't they have something better to do? Like, go make a birdhouse or something? Yeah, make a birdhouse. <laughs> like, um, now you're talking gay. <laughs> I mean, like... No, but, you know, I... You know, I don't presume to understand why some people can't get out of other people's bedrooms or lives I don't know but I'm gonna spin my wheels forever if I try to know man that's me though I like to know everything I know I know it's so hard for you you're so philosophical like why but like why can't this person understand well you know a combination of upbringing genetics Genetics of the environment. Environment. <laughs> a whole host of factors. Yeah. Factors. And yeah. we're both math majors too. Yeah. So you know we know numbers. Gosh. Which may or may not be related. True. Our handwriting shows that we are math majors. Yeah, I'm looking at my handwriting now and I'm like, what does that say again? <laughs> So, I mean, where does this lead us to now, I guess? I think that I just wanted to send a message to all of my folks who are in the queer LGBTQIA, you know, alphabet, and say, not only... Do you have this beautiful gender, this beautiful sexual orientation, but you also have your mental health to look after and take care of. And I know that it is challenging when the world doesn't necessarily want you to succeed, but you have to give it your best and hope that things will be better than they were yesterday. And even saying that now, I'm just thinking, wow, 
so idealistic, so unrealistic, and it may be, but if we try to do our best, if we try to take those picketers at um, every pride I've ever been to, and you've probably ever been to, and we don't scream hate at them, we don't make out in front of them, but we ignore them, we take away their power, we take away their voice, and we don't give them a platform to ruin our special time. You know, pride is for us. And I think that younger LGBT folks, um, that's a little bit harder to digest. But it's just one of those stages of grief that we're going to have to go through. And um, if you are mentally ill and part of the, the queer club, then... Um, you might find that some of the things in your history were because you were in the closet, like I did myself, or because you were protecting people, or, you know, any, literally anything. And I just want you to know that you didn't do anything wrong. Mental illness is a work in progress constantly and we have to consider that and we have to take that to heart and we have to let that be enough because if we try to do if we try to make something out of nothing we're just wasting our time so i guess that's my big speech <laughs> no i mean that's i mean we could talk about i mean i feel like we could talk all day yeah Definitely. I mean, we always do. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. I mean, I think, you know, next time, for me, I know we talked about the subject of self-care, and I think mental, or, you know, being part of that community, it's, there is a lot of self-care that you have to do for your mental health. Absolutely. So, I mean, we won't discuss that now, but, you know, down the road, I'm sure we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, but, that's a great call. Great connection. Yeah. But yeah. So, I think we're going to call it a podcast. Good night. Good day. Good morning. Wherever you are. We love you guys a lot. And thank you so much for listening. Bye, guys. <laughs>